We'd like to thank our friends at PwC for their support, partnership, and collaboration in making Retail Gets Real. Learn more about how PwC helps retailers at pwc.com. I provided a list of five things that I wanted our organization to use to help guide those decisions. Things like we're all in this together. We're going to be transparent with people. We're going to make decisions with the long term in mind. We're going to lead by example and we're going to stay true to our purpose and supporting communities. That was all the direction that I gave to the system. The rest of the decisions I left to the field. And I think ultimately that proved to be quite successful for us. Welcome to Retail Gets Real, where we hear from retail's most fascinating leaders about the industry that impacts everyone, everywhere, every day. I'm Bill Thorne, and on this Encore episode of Retail Gets Real, we're featuring the honorees on the list of people shaping retail's future. The list is a dynamic group of retail leaders who are creating opportunities and sparking innovation. These individuals, who are leaders with Chewy, Five Below, McDonald's, The Real Real, and previously with CVS, have dedicated their careers to building better lives and stronger communities. And they'll be celebrated this April at the NRF Foundation Honors in New York City. Throughout the fall, the NRF Foundation sat down with each honoree and asked them 20 questions, from what the future of the industry looks like to the decisions they made throughout the pandemic that proved critical to how retail impacts their communities and more. So let me start by letting them tell you a little bit about themselves. I'm Julie Wainwright, the CEO founder of The Real Real. We are now the world's largest authenticated luxury resale marketplace with over 23 million members. We're changing the way people buy and sell luxury goods. And most importantly, we are on the forefront of creating a sustainable future for fashion. I am Sumit Singh, CEO at Chewy. Chewy was founded in 2011, and we have a mission to be the most trusted and convenient destination for pet parents and partners everywhere. We have the unique honor of not only serving customers, but also partners and communities that service pet. Just as it takes a village to raise a child, it takes a village to raise a pet. There's the shelter, the rescue, the breeder community, the veterinarians, the dog park friend, the boarders, the groomers. And uh, we are honored uh, you know, to be able to work in service of not only our end customers, uh, 20 million of them, but also uh, to develop uh, inspiring products and services that are and will help these communities that service pet in a, in a much more efficient manner. I'm Chris Kamchinsky, CEO of McDonald's. I've been with McDonald's for six years now, and I'm coming into my second year as chief executive officer for this iconic brand. We think about our 40,000 restaurants as not just 40,000 restaurants, but they're 40,000 community centers. We have birthdays every day going on in our restaurants. We have little league teams and sports teams uh, coming to celebrate victories in our restaurants. We have people doing job interviews in our restaurants. There's so many things that are happening in the community every single day that happen in McDonald's. And so for us, uh, that's one of the things that I think all of us uh, are so proud of and excited about is the way that our brand can serve communities. I'm Joel Anderson, president and CEO of Five Below. We're in the value space. Every day, we're helping customers stretch their dollar. We're helping customers not have to make a decision between paying the electric bill and putting a present under the tree for their kids. And so 
that's how we get connected to the communities. We're a place that, you know, families, you know, sometimes come every week to our store for, you know, 15 minutes to just let go and have fun. We're a place that if somebody doesn't have a lot of money, they, they can, you know, put a smile on their child's face. I'm Neela Montgomery, president of CVS Pharmacy. I joined CVS Health about nine months ago at a time of great national importance as they started to distribute the first vaccines in the country, having played such an important role in the pandemic. I believe that during the pandemic, we at CVS Health played a critical part in staying open and giving people access to critical healthcare services, whether it's their pharmacies, which many people rely on, but also the role we then played in nationwide testing. We've given over 29 million tests this year. And then later in the year, working with federal and state government on vaccine delivery. And now as we think about the coming few months, we're ready to assist the government in distributing boosters. The past 18 months have made it clear the extraordinary impact that retail has on communities they serve especially with people realizing how much they rely on retail. I think the pandemic, more than any other time, has highlighted the role that stores have played for customers. Many of them, including CVS, stayed open, and we continue to play a critical role, enabling people to get the convenient products they wanted, but also as a trusted place to fill your prescriptions and to be there for your health and well-being. All of the impacts of the pandemic. Well, that's something that I was particularly curious about. How the leaders on the list of people shaping retail's future are continuing to serve their communities. The Real Rail, for the first time in our history, was faced with our business shrinking, not growing. So there were three sets of decisions we had to make. The first one was we had to lay some employees off and furlough some. Our brick and mortar stores were shut down and we didn't have any ability to pick up product. That's Julie Wainwright, the founder and CEO of The Real Real. As we saw the restrictions lifting, the next biggest decision we made was to double down on retail. Counterintuitive, I know. But in fact, we went from having just one neighborhood store to at the end of this year, we're going to have a neighborhood store in most metro areas. Joel Anderson, the CEO of Five Below, shared something powerful, something that really resonates. He says, great leaders bring calm when there's chaos. During those first couple months, there was a lot of chaos. Um, people worried about their jobs, people worried about getting sick, you know, people wanted confidence that Five Below would be there for them. You know, we were um, laying off people. We were um, cutting purchase orders. We had to close our stores. He held weekly meetings with the Five Below Associates via Zoom. And so um, I tried to create calm and I held you know weekly meetings with all the associates um, via Zoom. And I answered questions every week and never tried to avoid those questions. And they were some really tough questions, but the associates appreciated that it wasn't HR standing in front of them, wasn't their general counsel. You know, I was there as the CEO 
telling them even things they didn't want to hear, but they knew they'd get the straight answer. And I, I think that proved out well to kind of create calm when, when there was chaos. There were so many decisions that retailers made during the pandemic that proved critical. The biggest decision that I was most proud of that was most critical is not trying to make all the decisions here at headquarters, but pushing those decisions out into the market and giving our leaders out in the market in the restaurants who were closest to the situation, giving them the flexibility to make the decisions. Chris Kempchinski, CEO at McDonald's, says he offered a framework up front. And so I provided a list of five things that I wanted our organization to use to help guide those decisions. Things like we're all in this together. We're going to be transparent with people. We're going to make decisions with the long term in mind. We're going to lead by example and we're going to stay true to our purpose and supporting communities. That was all the direction that I gave to the system. The rest of the decisions I left to the field. And I think ultimately that proved to be quite successful for us. Here's what Chewy CEO Sumit Singh says worked for him. When I look back, I think the playbook that we played through the pandemic is based on communicating honestly, openly, frequently with our employees and team members and our customers, innovating on behalf of our customers and innovating for our team members, uh, whether it included you know, new benefits, policies, or just figuring out ways that we could work together during the pandemic. Out of it came an innovation Singh says he's especially proud of. When we launched Connect with a Vet last year during the period of lockdown when veterinarian capacity was constrained and our pet parent customers were looking for veterinarians to be able to uh, speak with for their pets. Chewy at that time came together and we launched what was uh, you know, a teletriage, a telehealth service called Connect with a Vet, which has since connected millions of customers uh, across thousands and thousands of sessions with veterinarians across the United States. And his next insight really describes how I know many of us have felt. It's been a long pandemic and we're still persevering through it. But, uh, you know, we've required the agility of a sprint and the endurance of a marathon. And uh, uh, I think it was very important to set that tone because we didn't really know how far or how long we were going to be in it together. We're in this together and starting to plan for a post-pandemic future. So what might be next for the industry? Well, there's no better folks to ask than the members of the list of people shaping retail's future. Here again is Joel Anderson with Five Below. That one's a hard one to predict. What I would tell you, though, is that retail is constantly changing. It's been changing for a long time, but it, it's changing even faster. And so the, the themes I, that I think will be there of the future of retail is the following. It's going to be about the experience. Uh, one, two, it's going to be about value and three, it's going to be about technology. So you don't necessarily have to do all three, but if you're going to be a successful retailer in the future, you better have at least two of those. Neela Montgomery, formerly with CVS, says the future will be about accessibility. Over time, you'll see more and more a part of people's everyday health is managed in the community in our store footprint often in an omni-channel journey and experience. We're committed to making healthcare simpler, more affordable, and more accessible. So increasingly, we're very focused on omni-channel health and the fact that our pharmacists, who are members of individual healthcare teams, are going to be more and more accessible to communities and reflect the communities in which they work. The Real Reels Julie Wainwright answers, what does the future of retail look like in just one word? 
Omni-channel, 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 Omni-channel. Or maybe that was three words. In any case, she says it's more than that. The future of retail looks like a differentiated experience than what it was before. It's not just goods on a shelf. It's involvement with the consumer. It's helping them understand why they should shop there. It's an experience when they walk in the store. It's ever-changing, and it really should be creating joy in people's lives. Well, having the chance to get insights from these incredible leaders has certainly brought some perspective, and I hope you've enjoyed hearing from them. We have so much more from our honorees on the list of people shaping retail's future, and you can find links to each of their 20-question episodes at nrf.com. And you can learn more about them at nrffoundation.org slash honors. I'm Bill Thorne. This is Retail Gets Real. Thanks again for listening. And during this time of pandemic, please be safe, stay well. Until next time, thanks again.